Hey guys, Alex here, AJNashville.com, here with Mr. Jeff Perry, Perry, Perry Dog. What's up, Jeffrey? What's up? Oh my God, a normal response out of you. I swear, every podcast starts just about the same. Anyway, so, hope everyone's day is going well. I hope that you have looked forward to this podcast, just like I look forward to putting it up. I am going to talk about something today that some of you may not be able to take, and that some of you may not be able to face. And this is based on thoughts that have come across since I have been reading David Goggins' book, You Can't Hurt Me. And some of these thoughts, obviously, as as I sit there and analyze myself, because one of the things that you do when you read is hopefully take lessons from the things that you're hearing and take those lessons and apply them to your life and say, hey, this is how I can improve. At least that's what I've done. And I find myself during free time listening to his book. Now, here's the thing. His book's like 16 hours long. So it's not a quick like one and done. You listen to it, you know, half a day and you're done and you're ready to to wash it up and, and move on. But there's a lot of motivating factors to his book. There's a lot of things that if you really truly sit there and listen to him, you're like, damn, that does make sense. You know, and, and it makes sense not only on a a level of how it changed his life, but how it could potentially change yours as well. One of those things I want to talk about is what he calls the accountability mirror. And the accountability mirror is where he literally looks himself in the mirror and he says, why am I doing this? Or why am I not doing that? Or how am I going to do this? Or how am I going to overcome that? And he talks about the mirror that he faces himself in on a day-to-day basis and how he basically talks to himself. And one of the things that I've noticed in my life, and and this is something that I take 110% accountability for, is I've had pretty good weight gain uh, every since. You built muscles? Yes. No, I had muscles at one point in time. But I put on quite a bit of weight every since, you know, prior to Rowan being born. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that was initially it was like, well, you know, I, I wanted to hurry up and get home and spend time with the family. And, well, you know, I'm eating this because the kids want to eat that. And realistically, it's all just bullshit. You know, they say that you have um, – it's some type of weight gain that you get when somebody else is pregnant. I can't remember what it's called, but it's a – Sympathy symp- weight gain. Sympathy weight, but it's there's a specific term behind it. But, yeah, so you have that, and that's a great crutch. You know, that's one of those things that you're looking at and you're like, I could really hold on to that crutch. And it's funny because Until the other day you crushed that crutch. <laughs> exactly. You're like, that crutch was awesome, but I broke that fucker because I gained so much weight. Uh, that was like the other day. A buddy of mine, Ty, he was over at the house and he's helping me put the the wider lens security cameras up. And I'm going through the toolbox. I was like, I can't find my fucking tools. Uh, you know, everyone gets in the toolbox and moves stuff around. He looks at me. He's like, who else gets in your toolbox? I was like, touche, nobody else. But <laughs> that just means I don't put my shit back, you know. But what it boils down to is accountability. That's my stuff. That's my fault that the tools aren't in order. That's my fault that things aren't easy to find because I didn't choose to put it back. But it's much easier when you're talking to someone else to blame someone else, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I see. So same goes with weight gain. It's much easier to be like, well, you know, Shana was pregnant and, and Rowan, she really liked pizza. Well, that didn't mean you had to eat pizza, fat ass. You know? <laughs> and here's the thing is I'm comfortable in saying that about myself because I realize now that I've been sitting on a crutch for so long that has allowed me to put on this weight and do so justifiably. You know, it's easier to be like, oh, man, today's been a long day and I just want to hurry up and get home to the kids and I want to – I'm going to skip the gym today. No, I, I, I got to confess. You're gay? Nope. Oh. I knew you were going to say that. But that's why I waited for the pause. <laughs> right. No, I didn't These go to the gym. My confessions. I didn't go to the gym last night because I was tired and lazy. 
And, and look, if you're tired and lazy, you're not going to get the result. There's no way that you can go to the gym, work out one day, and all of a sudden just be like, boom, muscles are back. No, see, that's the crappy back. thing. Like you can go bust your butt and sweat it all out and really give a good one. But then if you don't, <laughs> that sounded bad. But if, you, but if you go. Give them a good one. But if you go and do that. You don't get any results even though you just really busted your ass doing it. But see, here's the thing. Here's the flip side of that. You don't get fat off eating one donut. You don't eat one donut and all of a sudden you're just a complete blubber oh, That was body. the other thing I did last night. Which you was ate donuts? Good. No worse. I'm laying in bed and, yes, watching the Golden Girls. <laughs> but he <laughs> laughs. But uh, <laughs> – Masturbating. Nope. The, okay. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Not going to happen. Laying in bed watching the Golden and, Girls. And, right, and, and I'd already eaten dinner. Okay. Already had a good meal, steak, green beans, biscuit, whatever, all that stuff, right? It was a good, good meal. Right. And I'm laying there, and I'm like, man, I really want a snack, okay? So I had a little fruit snack. I'm like, okay, that's good, right? And I'm like, no, that's not going to cut it. I ended up going downstairs, getting in the refrigerator, in the garage. So it took some motivation for me to get out of the bed, go down the cold stairs, into the garage. Why were you up? Yeah, I thought your bedroom was downstairs. Okay, so that's another story we can talk about we'll, another we'll time. We'll save that soon. Okay. So – Anyways, I go down and I grab the bag. You remember when we went to Sam's Club the other day? Uh-huh. And I bought that bag of Ghirardelli chocolate oh, yeah, peppermint the, the, bark. Yep, yep. Went, grabbed that damn thing. And instead of grabbing one out of there, you know what I did? I took the whole bag up to my bedroom up there, and I ended up consuming four of those stupid things. Jesus. So you're and laying there. And slept on that shit. You're laying there. Masturbating to the Golden Girls. <laughs> Eating peppermint Eating bark. chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> sound like a chick. No, you don't. I don't know of a single woman that watches the Golden Girls. No, they Girls. like chocolate, though. <laughs> nice try, Jeff. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, that, that really does fall back into to the self-restraint because one of the things that I noticed I was doing is I was eating at odd times. It's bad, and it happens. It's it, very bad. Yeah. And so I said, okay, I've got to figure this out. I've got to actually be honest with myself and look at my fitness pal and go ahead and start actually tracking what it is I, I eat. I'm your fitness pal, right? No, I'm talking about the app, the oh, one that's oh, actually okay. always there. Yeah, I just want to clarify so that. The the My Fitness Pal app, which it's an amazing app. I've used it pretty much since it came out. Uh-huh. And then I stopped using it. And here's the thing is, it doesn't fucking lie to you. No, and I downloaded it today too. Yes. But it doesn't lie to you. So it reminds me of when I used to use it and used to work out all the time. Mm-hmm. And it has a little graph of all-time weight. And the thing looks like a fucking Nike check mark <laughs> because it's like you were here and then you were way up here. And I'm like, this is bullshit. But the thing is, is, is you find yourself, you're like, all right, well, I'm going to eat this. And then you go to, to log it and there's a temptation to lie to yourself about what you consumed. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a temptation to be like, uh Maybe it wasn't as bad as I thought it was, and so maybe you leave out an ingredient or two. This way that number at the end of the day feels better. But that's only harming yourself mm-hmm. because you're looking at that temptation. You're like, you know what? It doesn't matter because if I ate 3,000 calories, that's what I really ate. And regardless if it's on paper or not, it's on my gut. And, well, and let's clarify this. We're not just talking about looks. We're talking about health and doing yes. this for other people instead of just being selfish too. Well, it, it has less and less to do with looks because I'm at an age where – Yes, I want to look healthy. You just look good all the time, right? Well, I do. But yes, I want to look healthy, but I'm more worried about my health. I'm more more worried about being able to play catch with my kids and run with them. And I already have a slight handicap with my legs having been broken, Mm -hmm. you know, with the pain that I get from that. But then I, I stopped and looked and I'm like, you know what? Captain Chad Fleming, which I'm sure some of the listeners know who this man is. He has one of his legs. 
was cut off. It was amputated uh, after a grenade that was thrown in his Humvee when he was deployed in Iraq. He deployed several times after that and actually was better than some of the people that he competed against in his classes in order to be allowed to be redeployed. So here's a man with one leg that doesn't make any excuses. Here I am with two legs and I'm making excuses on, oh, the pain, oh, this, oh, that. And that's where David Goggins' book really comes in. It's it's all mind power. It's all mind control. It's amazing that, that, that your mind can control the situations as uh, far as pain, oh, yeah. as far as pushing through something, perseverance. Um, and, and let me get something clear and let me make something very clear. The pain is real. Mm-hmm. It's not something like I'm imagining and I'm like, oh, man. I'm dreading this pain. It's supposed to be 31 degrees tomorrow. No, you hurt. I can wake up in the morning and tell you it's 30 degrees outside because I feel it. I mean, I I have I'm basically like RoboCop from right below the waist down, mm-hmm. you know. So, I can definitely feel the pain, but do I allow the pain to make the excuses? Cuz here's the one thing I know. I know that if I continue to gain weight, the pain increases. And if I reduce my weight, hopefully my legs have said, "Hey, we've carried around all this extra weight, you know, for so long. Now we're carrying around less weight, so we're going to hurt less." And it's easy to say, you know what, I'm not going to go to the gym today, and I'm just going to go home and not face the fact that, hey, it's time to cut some weight. It's time to get healthy. It's time to do the things you need to do because your kids depend on it. Because let's face it, at the end of the day, no matter what it is you do, if you don't maintain your health, nothing else matters. Right, and if that's not, what we're kind of talking about more so exactly. than the, the, the good-looking part of it. Right, and that's that's the most important part. If you're dead, you ain't good looking anyways. Mm-hmm. I've never heard someone be like, hey, man, dude, did you see Alex's dead body? I, he's, he's a drop so dead hot. sexy. No he's, pun intended. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, no. So that, that doesn't really happen like that. And, and regardless if it did or not, I mean, what is everything else without health? What is everything else if I have to, if, you know, my dad's a diabetic. Well, fucking heaven forbid if I became a di- diabetic, I look at that. I'm like, that's the worst sentence in the world to me. And the reason why it is to me is because it, it eliminates that freedom to do certain things, and it makes it difficult because you have to carry around this insulin pen and, and insulin that, yeah. and everything mm-hmm. else. And I realize that lots of people live healthy with diabetes, sure. and I'm not saying anything bad with that. But to me, it's like, fuck, that's a big deal. Yeah, You've got to change everything about what it is you do. Well, guess what? Just add another thing to the plate every day well, yeah. when you do that. And guess what? You could just change everything you do right now, and then you don't have to do that thing. You know, it, it's a matter of going to the gym for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, 20 minutes, whatever it is. It's better to go to the gym three times a week for 20 minutes each time than it is to go once a week for 20 minutes or not to go at all. And the other thing is watching what I eat. And that's one of the most important things is saying, all right. That doesn't mean just looking at it before it goes in your oh, mouth, Oh, I watch right? it. I watch like, it. Mm, yeah, that like, looks mm, good. Yeah. <laughs> now, it, watching what I eat, and there's a temptation there because the kids, they want a cookie or they want this or they want that. And I'm like, oh, I want a cookie too. Mm-hmm. You know, but then I look at it, I'm like, if I eat that cookie now, what's it going to do later? So if I go to the gym now, and let's say I can only be there for 20 minutes because I want to rush to get home to spend time with my kids. And you eat two cookies, you just defeated the purpose of you going to You eat half gym. a cookie and that defeats the purpose. I, I mean, know, it's it, depressing, it tears you it? up. I got a treadmill in my garage, you know. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could go out there and do it, but why do that? Why not just avoid that temptation and then get in shape? So let's go back to the accountability mirror. So literally today. And this is after I've listened to many different things, and I'm sitting there, and I have this. We have this six foot tall mirror. You've seen it in our bedroom, mm-hmm. the big ass black mirror. Oh yeah, I've helped you carry that. Did you? I'm sure I have. I've nah, put I don't most think you of did. Things in your I, house. Yeah, I don't think you did. Whatever. <laughs> but I'm sitting there, and I'm on the bench, and I'm putting Lincoln shoes on or something like that. And I look over, and I'm like, "You fat piece of shit!" 
And not I, Lincoln, by the way. No, yeah. <laughs> Lincoln, you baby fat piece of shit. No, I'm looking at myself and I'm like, you fat piece of shit. And here's why. And people are going to think they're going to say, hey, you know what? That's harsh talk about yourself. Guess what it is because it's reality. It's harsh talk about myself because I've allowed myself to go from a person that was in really good shape to a person that's completely out of shape. And that's laziness. That's not circumstance. That's not like I was laid up, you know, in now, a hospital bed. Now, part of this bed. is age. And part of it is age because, because it's – Because when your body starts to deteriorate, excuse. it takes – well, it is. It is but, an excuse because – Age, yes, we know we're getting older, but if you eat healthy and you work out, none of that's a factor. I know people that are fucking 70 years old, yeah. plenty of people that are I, 70 years old. And the gentleman perfect, we met, met last week was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, perfect shape. Now, speaking of that, you should start swimming. And I've told I'm not going to swim. It's low impact. That, it won't that, hurt you. That falls and it'll too get much. you in very good mm-hmm. shape. That's a racist thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I'm Hispanic doesn't mean I have to fucking swim. I thought swim. you were British. I am British, but also there's this little part of me that wants to be Mexican. But I identify the as. part that doesn't want to swim. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's the exact part. So next thing you're gonna be like, you should hurdle fucking walls. <laughs> racist, the most racist co-host in the world. <laughs> you're an asshole. Anyways, so no, I I looked at myself and I'm like, you fat piece of shit. You allowed yourself to get to this state to where it is uncomfortable to, you know, squat down to try to pick up your kids or something like that. And it's don't get me wrong, it's very easy to balance a kid on your when you're holding it on your stomach. Well, That's and we're really talking now. Here's the do. thing: we're talking about you, but I'm in the same boat because I'm 40 now, not in as good a shape, old fucker, right? Yeah. And I've been trying to do this, go to the gym thing, and try and get in, and eat twigs and berries and things like that, and it, mm-hmm. it's it's very difficult. Um, but you know where I noticed it in, in the same thing: I'm driving down Saturn Parkway, going over the little bumps in my truck, right? And your stomach's and like my stomach's moving, and it's like, why is this? What the hell's going yeah. on here? I can feel my but that's all choosing stomach moving. That's all choosing to eat healthy. You know, one of the big things is taking down the consumption of alcohol. That's not saying you can't have fun, but drinking a couple nights a week or something like that, you got to do something to reverse that impact. And if you're going to do something to reverse it, anyways, why not just not do it and then reverse the whole role by going to the gym instead? Or even not, let's say you decide, no, I'm not going to do the gym. Just eating healthy is a key thing. Eating foods that are actually foods, like a piece of chicken is a piece of chicken. Right. There, it's not like they were like, hey, we're going to take these five ingredients and put it together and we're going to make this. Yeah. It's a piece of chicken and it's it's lean and it's something you can eat and it's something you can season. It's something yeah, that if you're you going to eat food, eat actual, actual food, which is, not which bullshit, is something with maybe one or two ingredients and, in it and yeah. that's it. Because when you start having, like you said, all these ingredients in these this cluster of crap that they throw together that sits on a shelf for six months and it's still edible, right? there's a problem. Well, and the other thing is this. My fitness pal, it literally tells you. It's like, hey, fat ass, you had too many carbs today. <laughs> like I wish there was a little dude that you can activate. He's like, what's up, chunky butt? You ate too much of this. And like I said, listeners, you're going to think I'm being harsh on myself. It's not that I'm being harsh. It's that I face a reality that I allowed to go out of control. And once you face that reality and you acknowledge it, it's time to do something about it. And that's the big thing for me. It's so it's so much easier to be like, ah, man, I worked hard today. I'm not going to the gym. And no one around me is going to be like, dude, you should, except for me. Because no matter who tells me, dude, you need to go to the gym, I don't have to listen to them. I'm a grown fucking man. I do what I want I'm to. A grown ass man. Grown ass man. I do what I want to. 
So, you know, it's it's acknowledging those problems and dealing with them. And maybe it's not weight. Maybe in your situation, or the, the listener here that's that's paying attention to this, maybe your issue isn't that you're a chunky butt. Maybe you you got a six-pack and everything else is going on, and it's great. And maybe you haven't fulfilled your spiritual side of your life, or maybe you haven't fulfilled your educational part of your life or financial portion of your life or a goal or something like that. You the have scales to look, of the balances are out. And right. You need to figure out what to what to balance, and you've got to put the right weights in it to balance it. Well, and part of it is looking in that mirror, the accountability mirror that David Goggins talks about. And the, the whole accountability idea comes directly from his book. That's where I took it from. That's where I looked, and I'm like, you know what? He's not talking about necessarily an actual mirror, mm-hmm. although he is in his description. Right. He's talking about reflecting on what it is you're doing with your life and holding yourself accountable for it. Sure. For me today, looking over from that bench and looking at myself and being like, you're a fat fuck. That is something that the accountability mirror told me, and that was an actual mirror. And that's something that sometimes, you know, because I think as human beings, we look at ourselves and we're like, oh, man, I don't look that big. I don't look that different or or opposite is I don't look that great when people actually do look great. We, we're our worst critics, but we our mind can allow us to protect ourselves to some degree. You know, and I, I think that's something that we have to look at. Like I see pictures sometimes, and I've looked at pictures, and I'm like, god damn, but put on a bunch of weight. But yet here I am. I haven't done anything about it. I mean, it's been goddamn I put on a bunch of weight over the past two years, three years. Well, you, you have can make done excuses. a little bit of things about it. You've been at the gym. But but I've see, being at it. the gym, here's the thing. Anybody can go to the gym. I got a membership. They're going to let me in. Why? Because I pay my dues. It's about what I do at the gym. It is. So and going that, in the gym I had a conversation itself, with a veteran the other night at the gym. And I said, I'm not doing leg day with you. And he says, why not? And I said, because my little – my legs are considered just getaway sticks at this point. And I said, until I get this little twig body back into shape, I can't do legs with you because I'll snap in half. <laughs> he laughed. But, but that's that's one of those things. You don't want to do legs with him because you know he's going to push you to your max and that's going to make you uncomfortable. You're going to yeah. hobble to your car. You're going to hobble around like you just got punched in the ass Probably for the next three days. for the next three days. Yeah. Right. But see, that's an accountability thing. That's you making an excuse to not do something that in the back of your head you know you should do. No, I have to do it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You have to because your little getaway sticks is what holds your body up. <laughs> you know? I mean, think about that. And that's what we do as human beings is we stop and we say, you know what? I'm not going to do that because that's going to hurt too much. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't – I'm not talking about necessarily physically. It could be that you're – Public speaking, you have a presentation coming up and you're finding a way to get out of it because you're not good in front of people. And so you you talk yourself out of it and make an excuse to not do it. Whereas you should have been like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to go practice speaking in front of people. Even if it's my two children in the living room, they're going to make fun of me anyways. I might Mm -hmm. as well talk to them, you know, or figuring out a way to get it done. And so for me, the health aspect of it is is the way to get it done. I have to. I don't have a choice. Yeah, you do not. We you know, don't, we don't. Neither one of us. We don't have a choice to do this because, right. you know, I'm wound up and stressed out and all that kind of stuff all the time. Not because of you, but just because of life. And uh, you know, I, that attributes to higher blood pressure. Right. Which means I have to con- combat that with diet and exercise. Well, and my dad, he kind of he poked a fire underneath me because he's like. I was like, yeah, you know, they want to do family pictures when I'm in California. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we'll do this and this. I was like, well, I got to get in shape then before we do all that. You know, these pictures are going to go on people's walls and shit. I want to I don't want to be the one that's like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man because right. they have all these outfits picked out, you sure. know. And 
and he's like, it's going to take a lot more than a month and a half. I was like, all right, fucker, I got you. You know. <laughs> so now I have a mission. Now I have to get in shape because I got to prove him wrong. And his challenge wasn't to be disrespectful. He's, I'm sure it's a poking fun thing because I poke him with the same thing. I'm like, yeah, whatever, fatty. But getting back in shape is something that I have to do. And here's the funny thing. That epiphany always hits about this time of year. That's just funny. That word's it, almost like fiduciary. What? Epiphany. Epiphany? Yeah. No, it's nothing no. like that. No, it's complete opposite All of right. that. Sorry. Jay McMakin does not <laughs> dislike like that <laughs> word. Yeah. Jay McMake is never like, you should never use the word epiphany. But fiduciary, yeah, that's a totally different. We won't even climb down that rabbit but hole. But you're okay, let's go back to your epiphany. Yeah, the epiphany is I gotta get in shape. You know, there's there's no question about it. I have to be able to show up and be like, told you, motherfucker. And that's a pride thing for me. And it's a thing for my children. My my daughter's three. She's going to be four. And she'll take off like a bat in hell. You know, I mean, she'll take off running, and I've got to be in shape to go get her. Yeah. I can't just be like, Daddy's out of shape. I can't chase you down. Um, and so it, it goes more into just, like you said, being in shape just for the looks. I need to make sure that all yeah, my things that, are that, in shape. Yeah, that stuff's kind of gone for, for, for a while, though, for us. It's, Ain't no one looking at us anyways. Right. Ain't no one like, man, you see that dad bod dude over there with two or three kids? Right. No. <clears throat> that damn, that cow is sold and that ship is sailed. <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyways, the moral to the story is this. Look in that accountability mirror. Like David Goggins says, and, and guys, girls, if you have not read his book, I highly, highly recommend to do so. Yeah. But take the time to listen and look at yourself in the mirror, whether it's a real mirror or the proverbial mirror, and hold yourself accountable for what it is that you want to do. If you tell yourself, I want to do X, Y, and Z, you need to put those things in action. You need to tell yourself, this is how I have yeah, to do and it. Yeah, the fire you light under your butt needs to be hot enough to get you to do the action. You're damn right. Every single day, do the action. <clears throat> not just here and there. Not just saying, oh, you know what? I ain't got nothing else to do. I'm going to go ahead and go to the gym. It's no, get your ass up and go to the gym every single day, whether you like it or not, whether it's 10 minutes on the treadmill or two hours in the, you know, pool. I'm not getting in the pool. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> but whatever it may be, you know, get out, out there and get after it and track it. So I use my fitness pal to track this. And it keeps track of all my steps and the exercise and everything else. So when it says, hey, you got 2,000 calories you can eat a day, if I go do exercise and I burn off 500 calories, it's going to say, okay, you got a reward. Here's 500 extra calories because you've burnt that off. But burning that off just means that you need to keep that off. If I burn off 500 calories, I need to keep it off this way. I start losing weight. So it's not like a free ticket to a cookie or something like that. But on the flip side – Cookie sounds good right now. Cookies sound really good. On the flip side to that is – that doesn't give you permission to do the wrong things. And also, don't forget, you have to have days in the week where you enjoy yourself. You still enjoy life where you maybe have that cookie. You yeah, don't you have, have a dozen cheat, of they them. Call them cheat days they call them cheat days. Yeah. yeah, they call them cheat days. You know, but you don't need to gorge. You don't need to be like, oh, i got to make up for all no. week. So instead I'm of a having pack. a whole big thing of fries, have three or four fries and yeah. a hamburger. And but- instead of, you know, hey, I'm going to drink a 12-pack plus, you know, eat nine cookies. And I've got to make up for the week. Because that does nothing. When you absorb that many calories at once, that does nothing. So anyways, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Once again, I hope you're having a fantastic day. I hope that this message resonates with you somehow. My analogy of the the weight is something that's real and true to me. And it's something that I had to look in the mirror and say, dude, what the fuck are you doing? You know, I've got to do this for myself, my health, and my kids. So thanks so much for listening. Hope everything finds you well. We'll talk to you soon.